to fight for my eyes. Fear in my mind is a warning. Pray to the one you're relying. I've been wondering all day. I tried to be fine, but I can't be. What is up, y'all? I am going to take this community guideline strike for YouTube for y'all because it's Friday. And I always sometimes love, I love listening to music and this song is always stuck in my head. So I said, why not get it stuck in y'all heads? You know what I'm saying? I love this song though, even though it's like, it is so annoying to get stuck in your head like crazy. But what's up? Happy Friday! Happy Friday! Hey. This is the peace that you cannot buy. This is the peace that you cannot buy. Yay, yay. Yeah, praise God. And it's 11 11 at this time. Yes, let the mind be free of peace. Let God cover you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I hate to do that and then go into the news, but let's see what the news is newsing about. Um, let's see. Google reaches a 93 million settlement in a tracking location case. Um, Nebraska woman 21 sues doctors who removed her breasts at 16 as part of gender affirming care. Wow. I can see a lot of lawsuits coming out of this one, buddy. Because how can you know what a kid really wants at 16? I'm just looking for something else to read, you Three UAW factories are going on strike. At midnight, the automakers never did. They never did uh, make the correct deal for these peoples. So it's time to go on strike, as they should. As they should. Let's see here. Now this song is playing in the background and it's gonna drive me crazy. Okay. We can't get too crazy, y'all. Boom boom chicky chicken. Chicky head. 
Alright. <laughs> this is why I don't play music. Because then I'll start getting... I'll start, like, listening to the music. But, um... I wanted to talk to y'all about something I seen on the news earlier. Let me find it. It was football tonight. Philadelphia beat the Vikings. One of my running backs is hurt. So, that's great. Oh, Tory Lanez went today to get an appeal for his shooting on Meg the Stallion and the judge said nope sent his butt back to prison so now he will officially serve his sentence period ah oh, period a um also Jonathan Major supposedly broke up this fight between these two teenage girls today looks so staged you don't know who Jonathan Majors is. He was in the last Ant-Man. Let's see what else we got here. It's a lot of news, but it's like, which news do I want to talk about? Some of this news is lame as elite. Straight up. <laughs> Always in my face, talking this and that. All the rims for the Cadillac. You ride clean, but your gas tank is on E. Be stepping out, ain't got no decent shoes on your feet. That's just a meter broke. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, the new Jordan's finna come out. Mm-hmm. He was with me. That's when you hate it. I promise y'all I'm not just sitting here rapping. I'm trying to find something that I really want to talk about besides this repetitive news. NASA says the study of UFOs will need require new scientific techniques including advanced satellite as well as a shift in how unidentified flying objects are perceived. Yeah, right. Y'all want some money. Y'all done brought these dusty, rusty, thousand-year-old corpses out of the dungeon. And now y'all want some money. Just say that. Just say that, big dog. Um, Hunter Biden is indicted today for his gun charges. Let's see what Trumpy Bump said about this. That the president's son, Hunter Biden, was indicted by a federal grand jury on three gun charges. Given that, Mr. President, can you continue to say that there are two systems of justice? Well, I think there's no question about it. He had a plea deal that was the deal of the century. Uh, the art of the deal. You could write a book on it. The art of the deal. Uh, and all of a sudden, that was broken up by a judge who was able to, a brilliant judge, actually, who was able to see through what was happening. And it's a sad situation. I mean, nobody should be happy about this. I'm not happy about it. Nobody is. It's a very sad thing. It's so bad for our country. Uh, but, you know, if you think about it, I've been under investigation from the day I came down the escalator. And a phony investigation, fake investigations, investigations that I beat every single time, still under investigations. 
But it's a very sad thing, and it's a uh, slippery slope and Ryan, dangerous, very dangerous for our country. We. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Wow. So, two, the family of a 13-year-old boy who died after two of his classmates attacked him at a lunch at lunch will receive $27 million settlement from the school district. Um, he died after the student punched him. Crazy, man. Yeah, other than that, it's just a bunch of Trump news and the union strikes. A 19-year-old Minnesota man is accused of waterboarding and brutally, physically, and sexually assaulting a woman for three days in her dorm room last weekend. Let's get into these reddits. I'm going to try to read and listen to music. Isn't that like walking and chewing gum as they say? We'll see here what y'all talking about on Reddit tonight. What was the dumbest thing a man has ever talked you into? I'll read yours because that's just some things are just such going to be read. Just see, yeah. Not repairing my car AC for years because it was too expensive. Come to find out the car was completely out of refrigerant. And then I went to the shop after getting sick in the heat. He said the canned refrigerant was just, it was working. It just had a leak. And $120 later, they had AC. Buying a cupcake shop to convert into a cookie candy shop, I say yes because I was told I would do the creative side and day-to-day -day duties as I was already running the day-to-day -day at the location and he would cover business size. As soon as the papers were signed, he basically said, it's your dream, figure it out. Instead, it had to stay a cupcake shop. Control what supplies came in and change supplies, cheaper recipes, yada, yada, yada. Needless to say, she went out of business. Driving three hours for someone who didn't want to be in a committed relationship, but broke down crying when I didn't want to see him anymore. Being convinced to have sex too early, a lot of young girls experience that. What do women like more on men? Strong biceps or strong thighs? I like a good bicep. Although, I like a good thigh too, but definitely love a good bicep as well. Somebody said thighs. Somebody said biceps. 
equally nice is what I said a lot of people are more into the arms yeah it's like an equally thing Men whom you used to mess around, how did you realize you met the one and wanted to settle for her? Let's see what these men's is saying. Some of these dudes is writing long paragraphs. The sex admittedly felt different than the others. The intimacy was on a different level. I was actually interested in her life. Not the superficial nonsense, but everything about her. I also noticed how much value and peace she brought into my life. It felt like my life was gaining positivity just by her being in it. Because she was the easiest person I've ever been around. She made being in a relationship extremely easy and comfortable. To be by myself and not on edge or having to conform to what she wanted. She was just easy to be with. Most guys just want somebody they can be around and be easy. Let's see what else we got here. What ruined your innocence? Sheesh. I would say definitely, you know, not to get too deep, but just seeing parents fight, stuff like that, kind of grows you up. I think some of these are dark. Somebody said they farted blood and their parents thought they were raped. Then, learned, then they learned what butt raped was and having to convince them that I was not learning it was from bad fissures from wiping too hard. Yeah, that would scare me to death if my son started farting blood. Yeesh. Yeah, somebody said being under my bed, you're my parents fight. Unsupervised access to the internet from a very young age. See, parents, supervise your child's internet. It can save their innocence. Guys, what are some things girls do that you secretly despise? Sharing every detail of my personal life that I ever shared. Their friends. Volunteering me and my skills to your family and friends. I don't want to spend my weekends time after work playing mechanic or handyman for your family and friends. I get that, but when it comes to my mama, you got to help my mama, but I can see everybody else. Being as my fiance's friend brought up my big and either pp out of nowhere i'm going to say sharing private details with friends <laughs> might just be me but women don't know how to be gentle with balls <laughs> we probably do they just look slappable men don't like when women wear too much fragrance 
I can smell it from a mile away. I despise people acting stupid in public doing TikTok videos. I ignore them, but secretly it's really annoying. These TikTokers gotta make pay the bills. Bullying other girls is a huge red flag. Don't date someone with bullies, no matter the gender. Collagen lip injections are made their way around. Again, plain hard to get. Alright y'all, so I got some story times and I love to close my Fridays out giving you guys all the story time. So let's go ahead and get into these. I have a story for y'all. Now to give you the story, I got to give you some context. So this might be part one or two. So I meet this guy at like the top of 2011, like literally on New Year's Eve. We hit it off, we exchange numbers, and we get to talking and texting. Now, we don't live in the same state or city or anything like that. So we really just have like a long distance boo thing flirting situation going on. Fast forward to the summertime. My best friend's now back in town. So, you know, we parlay and try to find some shit to get into. Now that dude, let's put him on the shelf, right? Because we're just texting. He's long distance. We haven't become anything yet. So now I'm, like, DMing, like, this other guy who I had a crush on from, like, you know, school age time, whatever. So I'm like, bet, you know what? We look grown and got a little bit more flexibility in the schedule and stuff. You know, let me shoot my shot. So I do. He invites me over to where he's staying, to which I see one of the most horrendous episodes of living that I had ever seen in my life at that time. I mean, it was like watching something out of the wire. To simplify things, it was really, like, a trap house. Never seen nothing like it in my life. And what made it crazy it was owned by, like, this white girl or this white lady, I guess. Like, I, for me, I was a girl at the time. I was a teenager, like, 18 or 19. She had to be, like, maybe 26 or 27. And she's just letting all these random dudes just, like, run all up and through her house, use all her amenities, destroy everything. It was just, it was a sight. To which, at point, I had to bring my breast fin into it. Like, I just cannot watch this unfold by myself. Like, I cannot witness this alone. So now my best friend's hanging out with me every day at this trap house. Because really, at this point, it's really just entertainment for us. So one day when we're at the trap house like i said they used up everything so they also used this lady's car and so we see the car pull up with one of the guys that we're familiar with and the passenger seat is another guy that we're familiar with but in the back seat was these two white girls that we're very unfamiliar with and just where we come from the side of town we was on like this was very odd to say the least so i stand up and kind of start moving closer to the car because i want to investigate like what are these white girls doing here and as i get closer i can hear one of them speaking and she has a very thick heavy german accent to which me and my best friend, we look at each other and we're like, oh, uh-uh. We know these girls do not belong here. So we approach one of them, try to see you know, what's going on. And they said they found these guys on such and such street, a very not so great street in our town. Um, and they were looking for a hostel, like a place to stay for the night. And this guy said they could help them. Mind you, these dudes ain't shit. Like we could see them snickering, hee hee, talking to each other's side of the ear, whatever, you know, doing all Birdman, all types of dumb stuff. We wasn't having it. Like, this might be our entertainment, but we are not about to put anybody else in date. So we tell the girls, dish these dudes. They're not trustworthy. We have a very nice place y'all can stay, very nice accommodations, and we'll take y'all to wherever y'all want to go. So they came back to my best friend's dad's house, which is where we were staying for the weekend, a three, four, you know, bedroom, couple thousand square foot home, very nice upper middle class neighborhood, no problems. And the next morning, we made them breakfast and took them where they wanted to go and exchanged numbers and Facebooks. Okay, of course it's a part two, but I will say I've been to a trap house and it is a lot going on and I would not recommend uh, hanging out at a trap house for entertainment, would not recommend, but 
seeing it once and living through it, great. Because you see so much going on in there. It's wild. Okay. I need story time. So when I first moved here, um, I introduced myself to my next door neighbors, as you should, just to know who's around you. I uh, introduced myself to his wife first, and then him. Uh, one day, uh, my lawnmower wasn't working, knocked on the door specifically for her. He comes to the door. All right, cool. Hey, could you help me with my lawnmower? No big deal. This is an older man. Not even thinking nothing of it. So he comes over, and my oldest son and I was standing outside. Uh, he was trying to help get this lawnmower. He started asking a lot of questions about my son. Red flags. Asking my son's age, his name, what sports he played. What threw me was he was like, you shouldn't play basketball at their house. You should get a basketball goal in front of your house. I'm not saying that I'm a pedophile. I mean, I'm into boys or anything. And me and my son both look like, where did that come from? Right? Okay. Remind you, this man has cameras all around his house. For you to insinuate something like that, that is saying that you stating that you're basically going to watch my child. Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. So, as we're still, you know, kind of going on, he goes, to, refers to my youngest child like, I like him. He's really nice. Remind you, my youngest son is really, really friendly. I hate it about him. He's just a natural, loving kid. So he's like, maybe your lawnmower needs gas in it. You should go to the gas station. Remind you, we're doing this in front of my house. He was like, we'll stay here. Who's we? You thought that I was going to leave my, my son here with you? Not, matter of fact, we're done. I, I, I'll figure it out. Thank you. From that moment on, I really wasn't fucking with dude no more because you're giving me, you like boys. And I kill you over my sons. So, furthermore, down the line, I want to say two, three months down the line, I get a dog. My dog is in my backyard. My backyard is fenced in. One day, I hear their dog barking really hard, so made me go look out my window. They have reached over my fence and have my dog in their hands. The fuck? So instantly, I'm pissed. I go outside like, what's, what, what, what's going on? Oh, we were just look. No. You can't reach over my fence and grab my dog. What is wrong? After that, I was I was cool on them. Y'all didn't cross too many lines for me. We're a wrap. Then one day I wake up, my dog is missing. My dog normally is outside in the back. I am training it to be an outside dog. That's why I got it. I got a chihuahua and I got a big dog so I can have it in my backyard. So my dog ended up missing one day. 
I go knock on their door because instantly you guys have picked up my dog. I don't know what's going on. No one answers the door. I go over here to my other next door neighbors. They got cameras on their house. They have not seen anything. At this point, I'm furious because it's out of nowhere my dog just go missing. I'm sitting in my back porch and then my next door neighbors comes to knock on my door, the other ones. They say, hey, I know, uh, you know, we couldn't find out something, but I went on Neighborhood Watch, and is this, ain't this the lady that lives next door to you? The lady goes on there and is going on a rant. If you see this dog, don't give this dog back to her. She's, she doesn't play with the dog. She doesn't do anything with the dog. The dog is always outside. You're watching my house? How do you know what I do with anything at my house? Ah, okay. So now I'm super furious. I see the woman in the backyard. I approached her. Hey, Linda. Yeah, you didn't think I knew your name. I'm going to need you to quit writing anything about what's going on in my house. You do not know me, and I do not play that. Oh, now she's intimidated. Because here now, the nice black girl turns hood. Okay. After that, I'm sitting in my backyard. Out of nowhere, my dog comes from the top of my backyard coming down. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what the fuck is it going he cannot get out. Only time he can get out is if he goes to their yard. It's no other openings. So I'm like, where the fuck was you at? Bring my dog in. My dog is sick. Okay. To the point where my dog can't even stand up. It's not drinking. It's not eating. It's not nothing. This is all in 24 hours. My dog is like it is about to die. Remember, this is my baby's dog, my youngest son's dog. So he's, Milo, Milo, what's wrong with Milo? What's wrong with Milo? The dog ended up dying. Not even 24 hours. Mysteriously. He vomited and he, and all his bowels released like he was poisoned. I had to bury my dog. I didn't have proof that these people poisoned my dog. I don't, I don't know because I have a chihuahua. My chihuahua has never just ended up randomly sick. Okay. So I didn't know that her husband inboxed me on Facebook. Didn't even, how did you even find me? If you know Facebook, you know that you have to have similar friends or same age group or same something to even find someone. There's so many Ninas in this world. How did you find me? Okay. He writes me and say, if you ever say anything to my wife, you need to come back and say something to me. Okay. Didn't see it. Because if I did, I would have let my people know. So I let it go. Fast forward, I got another dog, and he was in the backyard, and one day he wanted to say, like, I just totally forgot everything that these people has done to me. Hey, I said, quit talking to me. I don't care what you're going to say about anything. He said, what the fuck are you talking about? You know exactly what the 
fuck I'm talking about. So the next time you feel like you want to write me, I'll have someone for you to write. Fast forward. He plays this music all summer long. All summer long. I approached him and said, hey, my kids is being disturbed by what you're doing. That's your backyard. This is my backyard. But why do my house have to get up with your household? Okay. It's like he's infatuated with me because he waits to 7 o'clock in the morning and then he's watching me and seeing when I come home to start playing it again. Yeah, okay. So he thinks that he's above the law because he thinks that he knows the law. So he literally is waiting to 6.59 to start playing the music because the, the uh, law says that you can do not start uh, the neighborhood from 11 to 7. So he's in his head, oh, I'm about to fuck with her. And he blasts his music at 7 o'clock each morning to talk me. Okay, now, now you see where I'm at. But I'm in this journey in my life where I'm going to give it to God because I literally can go there. But that's what you want me to do, and I'm not. Yeah, okay. So every morning, this is what I got to deal with. You think I'm playing? Day one of what you know because this has been going on for three to four months now. But they went. Man, I thought my neighbors was crazy. And yes, that was her smoke detector, not mine. What is a link that y'all went on, good or bad, that you will never forget? I'll go first. So I linked this boy. I'm already a little nervous because I'm 18. He like two, about to be three years older than me. So now I got the way of all the young hoes on my shoulders. And you know, I knew he was an eater because he had one of the mouths that poked out on the side like he blow bubbles with peanut butter. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about, that permanent pucker face. I'm like, yeah, it's about to get active. Now I walk in and he immediately start reading me like, why am I catching strays right now? Damn, you got, you got thick. I mean... I mean, yeah, I put a few pounds on him, but nothing crazy. Why are we calling shit out that we noticed? Like, your mouth don't look like it bench press Buicks. He look at me and go, nah, I got a song. I'm about to put something on. And I'm like, oh, he about to upset the mood. That's grown. We not about to stop to the pain pill.
y'all plan a trip so you can go see him and yes you go see him y'all this is 2017 we ain't gonna talk about how crazy that is now we know it's 2023 we know okay and i should have mentioned this before but this is a pisces nigerian man so y'all should know how the story is gonna end all right so you go apply for a passport you get it you book your flight baby you are on the road he know what's going on you know what's going on your whole family know what's going on you got friends who agree you got friends who don't you got your parents who like girl you crazy but everybody know you're the hopeless romantic okay hey i'm tiffany it's me okay after your 10 hour flight you get there he sends you the location of where to come to and mind you he's leaving work early so that's why he ain't at the airport but hey we ain't gonna we ain't gonna hurt him because of that okay you already there you happy to see your man and you get in a taxi cab yes like the one off of parent trap that one it looked just like that you get to the flat which is his uncle flat but his uncle's out of town so y'all got the flat as long as you don't come out your pocket no more money you cool okay and y'all at the flat so you get there you text him telling him that you downstairs y'all he come outside you see him you drop your luggage you drop your suitcase and you run up to him just like you would off the movies surreal you spend somewhat of a week in London. You're experiencing the city. You're at the Golden Brigade Bridge. You're at the telephone post. You go to the Queen's Castle. You do all of these things. You go out to the club. You meet his friends, y'all. It's the biggest vibe that you could ever experience, okay? And yes, you grown. So the moment you get there, you get in the shower, baby, and you showing pools. Because after all that time of talking, it's time to show that you ain't just a talker, okay? You real big on what you do. You... Okay, let me shut up out at the club at the telephone pole and yes you got a picture with him but this ain't about him it is but it ain't okay because no but anyway so you spend your whole time there y'all y'all eat y'all drink y'all have fun y'all do what grown people do and it's like you just didn't want it to end but it had to end but you got a job you got a job we got to get back to work and mind you this whole time he was still at work okay but anyway time's up you get on your flight you fly back home you let him know you land he say okay baby love you you say boom now, this is where the story is about to fucking change. Next day after you arrive home, you text him. You don't get a response. You call him. You don't get a response. Okay, you chuck it up to maybe he busy. Now, you know that's not like him because that's not what y'all do. Y'all talk all the time. But, hey, whatever. You gonna just check this one up, okay? Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. It's a week. Okay, so now some shit is up and it don't feel right. It don't feel good in your spirit and you're actually hurt. Now it's a month and now you're fucking depressed okay so that glow that you had in the beginning oh baby that's gone the people who were asking you where's this glow coming from now they ask you what the fuck is going on because you're coming into work and you're not yourself you're barely eating you're not showering you're just getting up and you're just going with life but you're not living it okay after you get up and you go to work you come home and you close the door and you're in your room for the rest of the day you didn't know what depression was until this shit happened okay you you thought you know what a heartbreak was but this is some whole other shit you get into it with your roommate because she wants to know what the fuck is going on but you being so heartbroken could not even explain it could not get the words out you had to be somebody who had to figure it out on your own had to heal on your own had to get through it on your own and that's what you tried to do after a long month of no communication you consider it that you're ghost we talk about it with all of the people that you trust and you're so fucking heartbroken but you gotta move on and the moment you try to move on guess who come back around with all the excuses in the world trying to explain what was going on all of this and all of that but you come to the times that pisces are the lulu men okay and the moment that they get into something where they realize that the delusion is long over there like this is real life shit this is real people real feelings involved they run they don't know how to handle it pisces are trash trash men pisces men 
Anyway, y'all, that's the story. A tragic love story. Epic and tragic all at the same time. That's my story about London Bay. If y'all want to hear about the time he came to Atlanta, because he did, let me know. Mm. Oh, before Love Island, it was us. It was me and London Bay. Okay? Before Love Island was a team. You heard? Yeah. Hello. Hello. This is Lauren and Taylor. This may hit over your fucking kids. Now we're gonna screw the kids more me. Y'all told me what y'all told me that time. Y'all said. I just, I. I gotta know what happened to Taylor. Can you tell me anything about how she died? What is up, Ewu crew? Today, we're covering the disturbing case of Taylor McAllister. Even in December, St. Petersburg, Florida could be warm and humid. It was late at night, just three days before Christmas 2016. A sharp squeal of tires broke the quiet that had settled over the city. A white Toyota Tundra revved away from an alley, speeding off into the darkness. Left behind was the body of 22-year-old Taylor McAllister, wearing only a gray t-shirt. Hi. Hi. Hello.
But what is known is that later that evening... Y'all already know, messing with them back page is a dangerous game. What's up, everybody? All right, you guys, so before we get started, I want to do a little trigger warning. This story is going to be really hard to listen to. Another thing is there are not a lot of details in this case, so things could change and more details could come out later. There has not been any news coverage on this. The only thing I've seen is other people on social media sharing these parents' story about what happened to their baby girl. So Jamie Smith has a daughter by the name of Jador Nala Nicole Franklin. Now, Jador was very loved by her entire family. Her mother and father were so excited when she came. So next month, October would have been Jador's first birthday. Her mother, Jamie Smith, is saying that she needed to get things prepared for her birthday party, so she ended up letting a family member watch Jador. Now, for legal reasons, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. We're not accusing anyone of anything. We're just trying to get Jador's story out there. So Jamie let her grandmother, which would have been Jador's great-grandmother, Dorothy Foster Smith, watch her baby. Now, also in the home was a man by the name of Roger Smith, which was Jamie's uncle, and which would have been Jador's great-uncle. Now, this is a picture of Roger Smith. So on September 7th, Jador did go to her great-grandmother's house where they did watch her. So she was only supposed to be there for a couple of hours while Jamie planned her first party. Now, later on that night, Jamie was notified that something had happened to Jador. When she went back to the home in order to see what was going on, that's when family members was blocking her from going inside of the house. Jamie is saying then that's when her grandmother came outside and kept saying that we did not kill your baby. Now, later, Jamie learned that her baby girl was dead. So Jamie was trying to get answers from her family, from anybody to try to understand what happened to her baby. She was only supposed to be over there for a few hours being watched. But it's almost like the family just went silent. They wouldn't tell her anything. Nobody would return her texts or her calls or nothing. Now, y'all, later on, sadly, Jamie finds out that her daughter was beaten to death. Mm. Her daughter had lacerations on her mouth and her face, and she had bruising. Now, Jamie has released a picture of her daughter with these bruises and cuts on her because she's trying to bring awareness to this so she can get justice. Now, the crazy thing about this entire story is no one has been arrested and no one has any answers. Now, a coroner told Jamie that it could be weeks or even months before a cause of death comes back. So, y'all, these parents was forced to go to social media in order to try to get the word out about what happened to Jador. They've been making Instagram posts, Facebook posts. They made a GoFundMe. They're trying to do anything they can do in order to get justice. Now, all the while this is going on, Roger is not giving no information. The grandmother is not giving no information. They are not telling this mother what happened to her 11-month-old child. Now, on the GoFundMe, it says, my baby is gone forever. I was notified that my baby was beaten to death. When they had my baby picked up, they lied and gave a fake name to police, knowing that wasn't her real name. My baby's face and mouth were split open and bruised. They beat my child till she was no longer breathing. How could someone do such a thing to something so fragile and beautiful and unable to defend herself? Now, Jamie is also saying she didn't get any phone calls about anything that happened. And she had to wait until that following Monday to even see her baby's body. So the sad part about this, y'all, this woman was literally planning her daughter's first birthday and now she has to plan a funeral. What's crazy to me is there were grown people in that house that know what happened to this baby, and instead of telling the mother what happened, they're being cowards. Y'all, there's no doubt in my mind somebody beat this baby to death in that house. There are pictures all over social media. If you type in Jador Nala Nicole Franklin, you can see the pictures, and you actually see the cuts and bruises all over this baby's face after death. 
Now, I want to share the picture of the GoFundMe just in case anybody wants to help and donate because this mother is really going to need all the help she can get. Now, Jamie does have two other kids that she has to take care of. And y'all, we really need to blow this up. We need to get justice for baby Jador. Now, y'all, comment below. Let me know your thoughts on this case, but please make sure you share this. I don't care if you save it, share it, whatever you want to share to all platforms. Let's get this baby's face everywhere and let's get justice for Jador. These stories are so sickening, but yeah, you just can't leave your kids with anybody. And I know it's hard to find babysitters, but mm, rest in peace to that little girl. But yeah, I hate ending it on that story. But other than that, y'all stay prayed, cover y'all family. I pray y'all have an amazing, great weekend relaxing or whatever it is that you got going on but stay prayed and covered and is it in yet it's signing off